1: Some days have you saying, I don't want to do any of this. But then a friend comes along to cheer you up by soulfully singing, Baby, 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 baby oh, baby. I'm Jared Hall from Entertainment Weekly, and here's what to watch on Monday, November 8th. We are counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies, but first, your entertainment headlines. It only took seven seasons, but Dolly Parton is finally headed to Grace and Frankie. Netflix has announced that the country music legend, actress, and humanitarian will appear at some point during the final 12 episodes of the half-hour comedy, marking a 9-5 to reunion between Parton and series stars Jane Fonda and Lily Tomlin. No plot or character details were provided, so the door is presumably open for Parton to appear as herself, or as a whole new character put in the mix alongside Fonda's buttoned up Grace and Tomlin's free-spirited Frankie. The gods of Marvel have arrived, and moviegoers are worshipping at their altar. Eternals, the latest installment of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, was the highest-grossing movie in theaters this weekend, that despite heading into its worldwide opening with chatter around conflicting critical consensus and international territories dropping the title from cinemas. The film earned an estimated $161.7 million at the global box office, with $71 million of that coming from domestic gross. Dune landed in second place, earning another $7.6 million, and Daniel Craig's last Bond movie No Time to Die took third place with almost $6.2 million. Rounding out the top five, the Venom sequel held strong with another $4.46 million, and Ron's Gone Wrong with $3.6 million. Kim Cattrall has joined the cast of Hulu's upcoming comedy How I Met Your Father. She'll be voicing the older version of Hillary Duff's Sophie, the way Bob Saget voiced the older version of Josh Radner's Ted on How I Met Your Mother. How I Met Your Father will debut in 2022. The Mighty Ducks Game Changers needs a new hockey coach. Emilio Estevez, who starred as coach Gordon Bombay in all three The Mighty Ducks films in the 90s and reprised the beloved character in Disney Plus's revival series, will not be returning for season two. According to Deadline, after weeks of negotiations between Disney Television Studios' ABC Signature, which produces the series, and Estevez's team over the show's COVID vaccination requirement, the studio decided not to bring Estevez back for season two, the actor who also serves as executive executive producer on the show, reportedly would not confirm whether he would comply with the vaccine mandate, so the studio moved on. Representatives for Disney Plus had no comment, and representatives for Estevez did not immediately respond to EW's request for comment. There's no word yet on how Coach Bombay's absence will be addressed. And check out a first look at Tim McGraw, Faith Hill, and Sam Elliott on 1883. That is the prequel series to the very popular Yellowstone, which returned for its fourth season this weekend on Paramount Network and revealed who did and didn't survive that explosive season three finale. You can check out more on both of those shows, as well as all of these stories, plus other news reviews, interviews, and more at EW.com. Our number three pick today has us dancing past the velvet rope and asking, what have you done for me lately? Well, it doesn't really matter, I guess. That's the way love goes in Rhythm Nation. That's right, folks, it's Janet Jackson night on Dancing with the Stars, and it's an important night because there will be a double elimination. Now, you might think that Jojo Siwa would be a safe bet to dance another day, given how high her scores have been all season, including last week when she and her partner Jenna had the highest scores of the night, but she still ended up in the bottom two, Wild I know, but here's a bit of the judge's critique from that performance where Jojo and Jenna performed to Queen's body language.
0: Jojo, that
1: was a tinting, tantalizing tango. Yo, that was so like avant-garde, experimental. I absolutely loved it. Y'all said strut for the whole dance. I I don't
0: know what the ponytail thing is, but I loved it. Well
1: done. It really was a great dance. You have to check it out. All of that said, could JoJo be one of the two stars going home tonight? Well, you'll have to tune in to find out. The action gets underway at 8 on ABC. From dancing to singing, with the blind auditions, battles, and knockouts behind them, now it is time for the live shows to begin on today's number two pick, The Voice. The top 20 are going head-to-head tonight, hoping to secure a spot in next week's top 13. Now, Team Kelly has what seems to be a front runner with the group girl named Tom. Here's a look back at their performance from the knockouts. It's all light in the line. Are so good, but don't count out eight-time winner Blake Shelton and new coach Ariana Grande who's looking for a win her first time out. The top two from each team tonight will automatically advance, and the judges get to pick the third advancing artist from their team, so that makes 12. But then, the remaining two X from each team will go up against an artist from each team that was eliminated during the battles or knockouts for a chance at a comeback. As the show's theme song tells us, this is the voice, and anything can happen starting at 8 tonight on NBC. It's trivia time. Blake Shelton has been a coach on all 21 seasons of The Voice. But between these three, who has been a coach on the show longer? Kelly Clarkson, Gwen Stefani, or John Legend? Stick around for the answer and our number one pick. What to watch? We'll be right back. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. This week in entertainment history had us all screaming like Kevin McAllister. The John Hughes, penned and produced, and Christopher Columbus-directed Home Alone premiered this week in Chicago on November 10, 1990. Starring Macaulay Culkin, Catherine O'Hara, John Hurd, Joe Pesci, and Daniel Stern, this story of a precocious eight-year-old left behind to fend for his home against a team of wily burglars delighted audiences everywhere. The movie grossed almost $480 million worldwide and launched the career of Mac, as well as his younger brother, Kieran, who currently stars on HBO Succession and returned to Saturday Night Live this past weekend after 30 years, this time as guest host. In case you missed it, here's a bit of his opening monologue. I was on an episode of SNL back when my brother Mac hosted
0: 30 years ago. Almost to the day. Uh, I was nine years old. I got to be in three sketches, uh, two of which are non-problematic, which good. Um, And at the end of the show, I got to be on the stage for the Good Nights and uh, I think we have a clip. Can we show it? Okay. So there's my brother and the cast is lifting him up on their shoulders and there, boom, there I am. Clearly jealous. My brother's up there, he's got his arms up all, like, victorious, and I'm down there on the ground like, me, I want uppies. (laughs) So, uh, check out what I do next. I ask Kevin Nealon to pick me up, and he goes, yeah, okay, sure. (laughs) just start damming it up for the cameras, you know? I don't know what that was. Like a De Niro impression? I don't know what he was. Uh, Anyway, I wanted to show that clip for two reasons. Um, One, in the hopes that someone from the cast will pick me up again at the end of the show. (laughs) And two, because I have waited 30 years to be back on this stage and say, we've got a great show for you tonight. It's here and it's here. So stick around. We'll be right back.
1: Speaking of being right back, Dexter made his return Sunday night on Showtime on Dexter New Blood. Did you watch? Well, if you did, you very likely saw David Magadoff, who plays newbie young blood cop Teddy. But when he's not portraying a quirky rookie on a rural police force, we couldn't help but wonder what he's checking out. So we asked, what you
2: watching? I just finished watching Reservation Dogs on FX Hulu. It's... So good. You follow these four indigenous teens in Oklahoma and it's so charming. These kids are amazing. I loved it. It was such a great insight into this world that I don't see on television that often. And it's ah, amazing. Only Murders in the Building also just finished that. It's terrific. Talk about the complete opposite of a show, and that's just in New York City. Steve Martin, Martin Short at their best. Michael Cyril Creighton, who was on Dexter New Blood with me, he would film back and forth that series and just tell us about his experiences with Steve and Martin. And it's just so fun to like see him there and watch the show, knowing like your friends on it, and that's always a blast to do that. And then also Summer of Soul Quest Love John. 1969 Harlem Cultural Festival, I also on Hulu. I loved it. You have such a look into a world, what was going on when Woodstock was happening. You had this amazing party in Harlem, and it's a blast.
1: Those are some great picks, so great that we too have recommended them over the past few months here. Reservation Dogs, Only Murders in the Building, and Summer of Soul are all streaming on Hulu. And you can see Magadoff on Dexter New Blood, Sundays on Showtime, and be sure to check out the podcast he co-hosts called Fanatics. That's F-A-N-A-D-D-I-C-T-S. All right, turning back to our top picks today, it's time for number one, and we're doing it up Big Willie style. This might seem to be a run-of-the-mill Celebrity Fitness Challenge documentary, but Will Smith's Best Shape of My Life quickly turns into a tormented journey of self-discovery. In this six-part docuseries, the 53-year-old action hero, who's also releasing his memoir this month and starring in King Richard as the father of Venus and Serena Williams, is attempting to get back into, well, you guessed it, the best shape of his life. Smith seeks to improve his mind and body through everything from traditional exercise to conversations with athletes and psychologists. Here's a
2: preview. What you've come to understand as Will Smith, the alien annihilating MC, the bigger than life movie star, is largely a construction, a carefully crafted and honed character designed to protect myself, to hide myself from the world hide the coward.
1: Damn. Damn indeed. Well, you can follow Smith's journey now streaming on YouTube with new episodes debuting each day this week. And lastly today, the answer to our trivia question. Blake Shelton has been a coach on all 21 seasons of The Voice. But him aside, between these three, who has been a coach on more seasons of the show? Kelly Clarkson, Gwen Stefani, or John Legend? Well, Gwen Stefani was a full-time coach for five seasons and a part-time advisor for two. John Legend has been a coach for six seasons and a part-time advisor just one year But the answer is Kelly Clarkson, who has been a coach for eight seasons and a part-time advisor twice. Well, that is going to do it for today's episode. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow, so be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Senior TV Editor Jared Hall. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Jared Hall. Thanks so much for listening and have a great day. What to Watch. Today's episode of What to Watch was written, edited, and produced by Joshua Heller, hosted and produced by Jared Hall, and executive produced by Shana Naomi Krokmall.